Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of High Scores and High Spots, your podcasting home for all things professional wrestling and video games. I am Ryan. With me is my co-host, my older brother, Nathan. What's up, everybody? We got we got some big stuff to talk about today. So, uh, the last couple episodes, video game news has been very sparingly, but we got a lot to talk about. We got a little bit of a, a lot of stories to hit here. Uh, a lot of small, minor ones, but we got a lot of stuff to talk about uh, coming in that happened over the weekend. So, uh, let's, yeah. jump, let's jump into this, Nathan. Yeah, uh, let's start off with Sony. Uh, I know you got a story for Sony, but I got one too. Uh, Jim Ryan apparently has been making the rounds in Europe, uh, talking to people about trying to stop this uh, Microsoft Activision <laughs> acquisition. Yeah, he's uh, really trying to not let that happen, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Microsoft has been counteracting that, saying, no, it's not bad for business. We might actually put Call of Duty on the Switch, and we might expand it even farther. So they're kind of counteracting it. What do you think? Uh, I mean, obviously, Microsoft's going... You think it's going to get done? I don't know. I would assume it's probably going to happen. Um... Microsoft's going to go the route of we're going to make everything, you know, we're still going to put our games on everything. It's not going to change. So if that happens, I'm sure they may persuade some of these people to vote yes on this. Right. So it's supposed to happen on November 8th um, is when the acquisition is supposed to take place and get confirmed. So we have like a whole month here uh, before that happens. So yeah, obviously um, I can't believe he personally flew over to Brussels to like, yeah, just basically tell European Union people, hey, you know, that's, I'll tell you what, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. All right, let's talk about another Sony topic here, Ryan. Uh, Horizon Forbidden, uh, not Forbidden West, Horizon Zero Dawn, the one from the PS4. Yes. Uh, apparently got leaked that it's getting a remake, or I mean a remaster, yes. on the PS5. Weird thing about this is, Ryan, one thing the game's not that old. Yeah. Uh, second thing is it's already been optimized for PS5. Like they had patches for it to where you could download it on PS5 and it looks better and runs better. So what is the point of having a remaster of a game that already looks about as good as it's going to get? Yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't understand. Uh, why they, you would? They, they're gonna add some stuff, like they're gonna add some support for like uh, deaf people and you know blind people and stuff like that for it, which is cool. And they're gonna apparently add a multiplayer, online multiplayer somehow to that game. Well, see, there's uh, th that report is that they're going to make another game, uh, a multiplayer game set in the Horizon world. So I don't know if that means a whole nother game or if they're just going to add it on to for this new game that they're making Zero Dawn. Uh, but we're either going to get a Zero Dawn remake and a multiplayer or we're going to get a remake and then another multiplayer game. Uh, on Interesting. Um, 
a Horizon TV show is on upcoming from Netflix. Um, so it may 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 try to bring it out around the exact same time that is. Obviously, it probably will be another year or so because it's you know it's in production. Who knows how far along they are, but right. Um, so apparently they're going to get a Horizon TV show called um, Horizon Twenty Seventy Four. So they may just want to bring it all out at the same time, and which makes sense. I mean, you want to capitalize on TV. That's going to get really confusing with Horizon 2074 and then that TV show of Cyberpunk 2020, whatever the hell it is. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, there's too many games, two TV shows for games. And uh, I, I I have a hard time, uh, you know, remembering all these damn TV shows that are coming out. <laughs> yeah. Um. Since we're we're talking Sony here, Nathan, let's talk about the PS Plus free games this month. All right. Um, three games this month for the PS4 and PS5. For the PS4, we've got Injustice Two, which is weird. That game's been out for years. Um, but it'll be out and super hot. Uh, will be the PS4 lineup. For PS5 and PS4, this one is probably, it's an, obviously the newest one. Uh, Hot Wheels Unleashed will be free uh, for uh, PlayStation Plus. So, Damn, should have waited. waited, Nathan, and then you could have got it for free. <laughs> yeah. This is how I got most of my games on my PS4, by the way. It's from this and all those sales that they have. Yeah. So, what do you think of those three games, Nathan? Is there a, is that a good? Uh, I mean, they're all good, good games. It's, they're 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 all good games. It's just like, like you said, uh, super hot and and uh, the DC game, both have been out for quite a while. Yeah. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. Not gonna lie. Most of the people that are wanted these games already have them. So. But, you know, if you don't, it's free. Uh, so that's all we know for what's coming. Uh, they have not given the list of what they're going to add to PS Plus as far as new games or classic well, games. Judging by the last time, it's not going to be a whole lot. So we don't really know what else is coming. We do know that Need for Speed Heat, uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, and Toem are leaving PS Plus uh, today. Already? Actually. So those are all three already gone. What? Yes. You just this has this service has only been out since July. Yeah. And you already got stuff leaving. Yeah. Man, so Sony's a weird company. And so, but we yeah we don't know for sure what's coming to like the extra premium and the you know all that other stuff. It's coming well, to, to PS Plus, but. All right. Well, we talked about the Sony side of stuff. Let's go to the Microsoft side of stuff. Ryan, what games are coming out for all that? Okay, so we've got the free games. Uh, let's see what free games we got with Games with Gold, and then we'll hit what's coming to Game Pass. Um, uh, you know, Games with Gold, you never know what you're getting uh, with Xbox here. Uh, sometimes yeah. they'll put out some really good games, and then sometimes you get some stuff that's very weird. Uh, only two games this month, apparently, for the Games with Gold. Uh, Windbound uh, is coming out today, and then this beginning of the middle of the month, we got Bomber Crew Deluxe Edition. Hmm. Uh, so Bomber Crew Deluxe Edition is a strategy sim set during World War II. 
Uh, Windbound is an adventure game set on the Forbidden Islands. Mm, neither one sound great. Uh, but as far as games with goal, uh, Game Pass, though, we've got a lot of it is spooky season, and uh, they are adding some spooky games uh, this month, including uh, we got Coral Island and Evil coming on October. Well, Coral Island is going to be PC only, but Evil, uh, not Evansville, Evil is coming to console and PC on October 11th. That, that Dyson was an inside term there, Ryan. Dyson Sphere program will be coming to the PC um on let's see on October 13th a Plague Tale Requiem that's a brand new game uh will be coming to console PC and cloud October 18th that's a sequel to a Plague Tale. Uh, I need to finish that game before I play this one. Uh, I think no- it's already out on the Switch. Is it? I think so. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, the Switch got to it first. That, that doesn't happen very often. Yeah, that doesn't happen very often. Um, also coming is Norco on October 20th. Persona 5 Norco. Royal is coming on October 21st. Scorn is coming October 21st. Gunfire Reborn, October 27th, and Signalis is coming October 27th. Um, so there you go. We got a lot of couple games here. Um, Evil is a game. Um, I don't know if you've heard of the werewolf kind of games, Nathan. Yeah. It's kind of technically kind of that. Uh, it's a game of deduction where there's a killer and you have to decide uh, who the killer is. So uh, it's basically it seems a lot like the werewolf kind of games and in, in that kind of style of game. Um, I'll pass. So I might check it out. <laughs> um, so those are what's coming. What's leaving Game Pass so far that's been announced is Dirt 4 and Dirt Rally are both gone and Double Kick Heroes will be leaving October 13th. Well, I don't care about the Heroes one, but the two Dirt games, they're hard, but they're cool. Uh, I would, uh, if I was cool, I would, uh, they're, they're, you know, when they're on Game Pass, you can get them at a discounted price. I'll go ahead and pick those up while you can. Yeah. So, again, uh, it's spooky season. So, uh, Scorn um, is, is one of those spooky style games. It's kind of like a, it's, 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 it's grotesque looking. Uh, Scorn is a very weird looking game. Um, mm-hmm. It's a first person adventure, but it is, uh, yeah, it's got weird art style, so it looks pretty cool. Any, I don't is I don't know if there's any. Uh, if there is, it's probably little. Uh, uh, what am I trying to say here? <laughs> Attacking. Like I don't think I. I think it's more of a uh, go through places and try to figure out what's going on. There's not much action in the game, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's a survival game. It's not really more. It's yeah. It's it's a. Uh, they call it a this is the actual what it's called a, a first person biopunk survival horror adventure game. Right. So yeah, there's not a lot of action. It's more of a survival Well, um, I don't know if there's a, combat was the word I was combat. looking for. Yeah, combat was yeah, there's not a lot of combat. Um so if there's any. Some of those games have no combat. Yeah. So I mean if you you're into run the, from shit. You're into the weird, uh, you know, weird ass games. Uh, a couple of them will be here for Xbox this month. So, all uh, right. Uh, a Plague Tale, the first one is very interesting. So the second one, I'm, I need to finish the first one, um, so I know what the hell's happening, and then I'll probably check out the second one because it's a it's a different kind of game. It really is. It's something that 
because uh, it takes place during the you know the Black Plague, and right. so it, I've never played a game in that era before, and it's very weird. <laughs> right, uh, Ron. Let's talk about two K. Yeah, uh, WWE two K. We haven't talked about that game in a while. Uh, Randy Orton apparently had some tattoos that uh, tattoo artists decided, you know, those are mine, and I want some money for that. Yeah, so this lawsuit's actually been going on for four years. Um, wow. They they originally started for 2K, one of the other ones, 2K17, 18, 19. So she's been... They, yeah, they, he's had those tattoos in his games for a while. Yeah. Uh, so it has been going on for a long time. Uh, it was finally um, decided upon. A jury took only uh, like three hours uh, to make a decision. Damn. Um, she did win. So... Uh, it's not sure exactly how much money she's going to get paid. Um, but she sued WWE and 2K, so they both owe her money now. Um, Probably quite a bit of money. So it, 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 technically it was said that uh, WWE and 2K are guilty of copyright infringement, and she never gave any of the defendants permission to use the designs in video games licensed by WWE. Um, so. Yeah, uh, so this could change. Uh, this could set a precedent as far as video games, more likely for sports video games or MMA video games, stuff like that. Um, since she won, technically, this is setting the precedent for every other tattoo artist out there to now have to get permission or sue on their behalf to get their tattoos in video games. So, this is interesting. This is a very interesting, uh, ruling here and i guess i mean i never looked at tattoos as like a and i guess i don't have any tattoos so maybe that's why i look at it differently i never looked at tattoos as like a a work of art in the same vein as like painting a picture but it is and it is something yeah, it is. unique that the person made uh for randy orton whether he came up with the idea or she did she did it and so yeah i can understand why she'd be upset um why she followed the lawsuit in 2018. I'm sure she's had most of those tattoos before 2018, so I don't know why it took her. Um, well, I gotta think that maybe some of those tattoos he didn't have, and maybe I think it's more of did, like I, I think it's more of like the skulls, like the sleeves. Yeah, uh, and I the don't think he did. had those in the games before 2018. So, yeah, so. um, apparently she is going to be entitled to $3,750. Not as much as I was expecting. And because I think she was also wanting, like, part of, like, the, you know, profits. Royalties. Uh, royalties, but the jury determined that profits from the video games were not affected by his tattoos. People weren't buying the games just to right. see the tattoos. So they basically just paid her, you know, $3,000 to say, yes, you, you know, you deserved, like... So does that mean... I wonder if this means like they're gonna have to put like in the games now, like Randy Orton's tattoos provided by blah blah blah. Yeah, you know that could be a quick fix if you do. If they do that, if they do that, then they don't have to worry about paying all these people every time they make a game. <laughs> Just ask everybody. Hey, who did your tattoos? <laughs> right. We'll put them in. So yeah, so that's interesting. Uh, it's gonna set a precedent for sure uh, for other gaming companies to have to watch out for now. Especially, like I said, it's gonna be more sports games that use real people 
uh, in the right. games. More football, wrestling, basketball, stuff like that. All right, Ryan, let's get into the some Bethesda. There's a Fallout celebration. Uh, believe it or not, Nathan, Fallout is 25 years old this month, uh, which about blew my mind when I, uh, <laughs> when yeah, I saw the this. First two, the first two Fallout were PC only, just like, you know, Bethesda was really, it's really strange how that worked out because they must have made these games simultaneously because Fallout and Elder Scrolls, the first two games yeah. were PC only. Then the third game went to consoles. Yeah. And then it's just, you know, they, they, they've been kind of very similar with their strategies. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, 25 years old. Uh, obviously, it's the, the PC games that are 25 years old. The first uh, Fallout game was Fallout 3 on the, on the consoles, and that was in the PS3 360 era. Yeah. Um, yeah, Fallout 1 came out in 1997, something like that. Yeah, um, and it was the, the first two, just like uh, the first two were a lot different than what we like. They were not first person view, they were kind of more strategy games, and they were completely different games than what they are now. Yeah, uh, Elder Scrolls, the first one, the first one was just an arena fighter, it was called Elder Scrolls Arena, and you just fought another person one-on-one combat in an arena uh and then like gladiator style and then the second one was uh was a dungeon crawler but it was like you know those old school dungeon crawlers yeah where you'd have to like you'd turn left or right at a wall and (laughs) it was like that so those games were very different than when when they uh finally got the consoles Um, yeah so Bethesda is doing some special stuff this month as far as doing for their celebration uh fallout 76 is a seven day free trial starting uh which begins this week and will conclude on october 10th so today to october 10th you can play fallout 76 for free if you want to i don't know why you don't play that game but you know you want to better now kind of kind of like elder scrolls online they're both better now than when they first came out um, also, entire Fallout franchise will have discounts across Xbox, PlayStation, and Steam. And also, for the first time in over four years, Fallout Shelter will be getting uh, DLC, um, which is... That was a mobile game. Yeah, so it's getting DLC. Uh, some new, new aliens or something is getting added. So Interesting. But yeah, so that's what, that's what they're doing. Um, All right. Let's get to Fallout. some quick releases here, Ryan, before we jump to wrestling. So I'm gonna go through some of the big games that are coming out. Nothing uh like to no, I'm not gonna go through all the crazy shit. So we've got Overwatch 2, which is probably one of the bigger games coming out. Um that is coming out uh tomorrow, or as you was today. Uh the PlayStation Stars thing launches uh on October 5th. Woo. So if anyone wants to get into that. Uh let's see, we've got Falling Out for Switch on October 6th. Medieval Dynasty for PS5, Xbox Series X. Uh, no Man's Sky comes to the Switch on October 7th. That's going to be interesting to see how that runs. Yeah. That's going to be funny. Because uh, I have no idea how that's going to work on the Switch. Uh, let's see what else we got. Dragon Prana for the Xbox Series X October 7th. Uh, Splatter Zombie Apocalypse Now. Uh, on for the switch on October seventh. Weird ass name. 
Yeah, that one that one looks fun. Uh, there's a game called Blood Wash coming out for the Xbox and Xbox One. Blood Wash. X and Xbox One. Uh, I have no idea what that game is, but uh, Lego Brick Tales is coming out on October 12th. Oh, that's next week. Uh, but that's next week. I don't know. It's a Lego game. I think it's really where you just build shit with Legos in a video game. Uh, I'd rather just do that in person, but okay. Um, that's all the big ones. There's not a whole lot of cool stuff or big stuff coming out this week. Uh, Kamo, Kamiwaza, Way of the Thief for PS4. Uh, like I said, Evil and Coral Island are coming out this week. Uh, Endless Memories for the Switch. No More Heroes 3 for the PS5, PS4. I guess that's kind of a big one. Yeah, No More Heroes 3. That that might be a good pickup because No More Heroes 3 on the Switch was... The combat areas were cool, but there was like this open world traversal part, and it like crawled. Like the I don't know what happened in that game, but on the Switch, it like slows completely I'm, down. I'm looking at screenshots of this game, and there is a screenshot of the dude mowing his grass. <laughs> I don't know about that. Apparently, you get to mow the grass because it says mow all the grass, and you have a time limit to do it. <laughs> Sounds like a great mini game. Uh, <laughs> so. That's all this week. There's not a lot coming out this week. Uh, Nate, there's an LOL surprise game coming out. Yeah, I'll probably get that for my daughter. <laughs> and that's all right. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's jump to the world of wrestling, Ryan. We got we got three what, what, three shows to talk about. We've got Rampage, SmackDown, and then New Japan had Royal Quest. They're British. Yeah, show. night one and two. Yeah, so we'll get into all that. Plus, we're going to go down the white rabbit hole a little bit. All right. Real quick, we're not going to spend too much time on that. Uh, so let's talk about SmackDown. Nathan, what do you think of this show? Very simplistic show. Yeah, not a lot happened. Not not a lot happened in this show. Yeah. Uh, there was only like four, five matches, six matches. Yeah, let's go, let's go through those matches real quick. No, so it was all matches, really. I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of stuff. Uh, Solo Sokoa and Sami Zayn took on Ricochet and Madcap Moss. Decent uh, match. Decent win a long time. Uh, Solo Sokoa gets the win for his team. He beats Moss. Sammy kind of carried it. Yeah. Uh, then we had a bunch of uh, backstage. We had a video promo for Cross and Drew McIntyre, which led to Drew McIntyre versus Austin Theory. Uh, guess who won? Austin Theory. Yeah. <laughs> this was by DQ, though, uh, because I guess Gable and Otis are are our friends of theory and I guess they're going to help him. I have no idea why they're together, but they are. Yeah. I don't uh, know why they are either. Otis pulled through to the floor. So it was a DQ. And then uh, they all beat him up until Gargano and Owens came out to take out uh, alpha Academy, uh, which was then led to a six man or a tag team, uh, a six man later on in the night. Uh, then we had hit row versus Los Lotharios. Very quick match. Hit row got the win. Uh, Natalia and Ronda Rousey uh, with Rousey getting... I You know, they have decent matches, but these two wrestled too many times for me to care. Ronda Rousey had a little bit more fire in her shit this week, so maybe maybe Shayna Baszler being with her is going to fire her back up. Maybe. Uh, Whit Morgan was out there uh, to watch, I guess. Uh, then we had the backstage promo where basically... Uh, L.A. Knight kind of, uh, well, Max Dupree kind of uh, left the uh, Maxwell Male Models. So. Yeah, left the, left the group that he started. Uh, then we had a 
promo with Gunther and Sheamus and all them, and they all just and then they end up beating the hell out of each other, which was a good fun time. <laughs> I think Sheamus is going to beat Gunther. I think he is too. I really do. I think they're going to give him his title. It's the only title he's never won. So I think yeah. they're going to give it to him. Uh, Bailey took on Shotzi. Uh, Shotzi got her tank back, and uh, but Bailey gets to win, obviously, because she's the one contender all style, so they're not going to have her lose. Um, and then uh, after the match, uh, Bianca Belair came out because this is SmackDown, and the Raw champion can come out on SmackDown now, apparently. Yeah, there's no rules until that draft happens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we had a main event, the six-man tag, Austin Theory and Alpha Academy versus Johnny Gargano, Kevin Owens, and Drew McIntyre. Uh, this is your typical WWE six-man tag with everybody getting all their stuff in. Uh, in the end, Drew hit Theory with the Quaymore to win. All right. Didn't Liv Morgan wrestle on this show? She didn't wrestle, but she did get into it with uh, Ronda uh, after Ronda had her match. Okay. They beat each other down. They kept going after each other. It was a cool, it was a cool break, a little, cool little fight that they did. All right. All right, Nathan, what happened? Under- what happened on Rampage? Uh, not a lot. Um, yeah, let's get into this show real quick, Ryan. What, what, let's go through the, how many matches were on this show? Uh, let's four? see. Your Rampage had a lot, actually. They had, uh, yeah, four, actually. You were right. <laughs> so we started off with the World Tag Team title triple threat match, the acclaimed defending against Private Party and Butcher and Blade. I got part of this right. I said it was going to be Private Party. I didn't realize Butcher and Blade were also going to be there. Yeah. Eh, this was... Oh, so a lot happening. Um, and then, uh, but the acclaimed hit the mic drop and got them. Yeah. Apparently, they're going to change their na- move, and they're going to have a new move, and they're going to call it uh, "Scissor Me Timbers." <laughs> That's what Anthony Bowen said. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Lee Moriarty <laughs> took on Fuego del Sol. Lee Moriarty won very quickly. This was who a, gives a damn about Fuego a, del Sol? This was a squash match. Yeah. Uh, Willow Nightingale took on Jamie Hayter. Uh, with Jamie Hayter getting the win, this was a decent match. Uh, it was short. Uh, this was this is a two big women basically just beating the hell out of each other for a while. It was fun. So basically, we got three matches, three predictable winners. Yes, and then we had Nick Nemeth come in. Uh, he ran down ECW. Hook came out, beat him up. Over. So it wasn't really a match, just a little quick segment. And your main event was John Silver versus Rush. Rush. What yeah. a main event. What yeah, a main event. another one another one where we're pretty sure who's going to win this. Uh, Rush gets the win very quickly. Yeah. Yeah, it was a decent match. And then uh, Dark Order hit the ring. The Andrade family office came out, which I didn't know was still together. Still a thing. Hangman came out. Hangman and Rush got into it. So... Nice. This is the main thing I wanted to talk about with AEW this week, or this episode, was uh, Andrade's been tweeting that he wants to leave. Yeah. He's been tweeting all kinds of stuff, free on Indigo and all kinds of stuff. And that was before yes. the stipulation for next week's Rampage, where if 10 beats him, he's got to leave AEW. Yes. So... <sighs> I'm a little confused by this. I get that Charlotte's in WWE. He probably wants to go back just for that. If WWE takes him back. Um, but I'm also really confused, Ryan, because he was pushing for them to sign his 
these faction members that he's always wanted. And they've signed two of them. Yeah. Uh, Roosh and Bandito. Apparently, Bandito may have signed. So you already got those two. So why would right after they sign, you're gonna you're gonna leave? Yeah, that so make much sense. It may all be a work. Uh, but there's one reason why this makes me think it's not a work because this is probably gonna be the main event next week. Oh, for sure. And this is gonna be the Brody King anniversary show, Ryan. And last time they did this. All of the Dark Order guys won. Yeah. And the Dark Order guy. I don't know. Do you think he's going to beat Andrade and are this going to be the last match of Andrade? Because here's a fun stat for you, Ryan. This year, Andrade's only had 10 matches yep. the whole year. Yep. 10 months, 10 matches. And most of those are battle four of those. Right? Four of those were singles matches. He's only had four singles matches in the whole year. I know he's done like two battle royals this year. So that is insane. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That. I, well, if you look at it, FTR have had more singles matches than he has. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're Andrade, you'd be pissed. Like, I mean, oh, come yeah. on, you're not being used. I, at I all. Did, that's a case where somebody needs to be helping Tony Khan do the booking of these shows because I think he forgets. Yeah. I think he forgets about stuff. So, uh, all right, let's. Uh, yeah, so that's going to be interesting next week. We'll be definitely be talking about that. Yeah, uh, this for week, sure. Uh, let's get into New Japan, Ryan. Some let's not hit everything that happened on t- both nights of this show. No. but let's hit the big ones. Uh, basically, night one was a bunch of tag team matches. Yeah, um, headlined by uh, a big we, one here, Ryan. I don't yeah, know if the, it was headlined by it, but apparently, it Will Osprey says yeah. Apparently, Will Osprey says it was the best tag team match he's ever seen. Yeah, FTR took on Aussie Open for the IWGP Tag Team Championships. Uh, reportedly, this was a fantastic match. I haven't watched it yet, but I, I will probably. 35 minute match. Apparently, it was really good. Uh, but FTR... big news happened afterwards. Yeah, FDR got the win and they called out Tony Khan. Yeah. They said, hey, we still work for you, brother. Book us. <laughs> so, I mean, if you're Tony Khan, you got to think, what the fuck? Like, what has he been doing? These guys got three sets of tag team titles. And they also said that they've been number one contenders for the AEW titles for three months and they haven't got a shot at it. So. Yeah, so they better book that match sometime. Uh, not, so that was night one. Not a lot of uh, stuff happened uh, as far as like singles matches or anything worth uh, really talking about. Night two had a couple matches that were worth talking about. Uh, we had the first women's title tournament match, Nathan. Mm. Uh, the IWGP women's title tournament is on their way. Jazzy Gabbert defeated Ava White to advance to the second round. Two non-Japanese uh, chicks. It was also announced that uh, e- uh, Eo, good God, um, your favorite is going to be in this tournament. Oh man, I'm gonna have to watch the the Sky Princess. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm gonna have to watch it. I'm gonna. He's going to be in this tournament at some point. Uh, we had Okada defeat Bag Dude Tito. Um, Tomo Ishii defeated Yota Tazuji. Uh, and Naito defeated Zack Saber Jr. So as a result, Tanahashi will get a future IWGP United States title match. Now, how's that work? I don't have How does Naito defeating Saber get Tanahashi a match at the United States title? I don't understand that at all. Um, also, uh, yeah, it, it's uh, 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 in Akari Sane, by the way. Yes. And uh, if she wins that thing, I'm going to lose my shit. 
yeah. Uh, there was a United Empire defeated FTR, Numenora, Gabriel Kidd, and Ricky Knight Jr. Ocon Penn Knight, which potentially could earn him a British heavyweight title shot. Um, and then the Bullet Club got defeated by Tanahashi, Hikaleo, and Tamatanga. Remember, Hikaleo and Tamatanga were kicked out of Bullet Club. Yeah. Um, they defeated Jay White, Anderson, Gallows, and um, Jay White. And then Tamatanga, Bullet Club tried a post-match attack, but Tamatanga and Hikaleo took them out and then posed with the Never Open Weight and IWGP World Titles. So Interesting. Making their, and maybe they want the titles. I think they already have the Never Open title. Maybe, but I guess maybe maybe Tonga wants the world title. Yeah. Oh wait, no, they don't. Uh, uh, Carl Anderson has the never Anderson open title. Anderson has the open weight, and White's the world title champion. So yeah, that's probably your next big matches whenever they have their next show. Whatever yeah. that's gonna be. All right, uh, Nathan, we're gonna. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say we're gonna skip to indie world this week. Uh, yeah. We'll go straight into some white rabbit nonsense. Wait, let's <laughs> quickly go down this white rabbit hole because things got even weirder uh, on SmackDown. Yeah. So they had a, another QR code appear. Uh, this QR code led to a bunch of weird shit. Uh, there was a video including Morse code. Um, there was Porky Pig, a cartoon wolf, a Little Red Riding Hood Wolf, which looked really realistic. There was a whole bunch of shit uh, regarding... There was a link that says TS10E6, which was a reference to Season 10, Episode 6 of The Simpsons, where the Jeff and Air's airplane song White Rabbit plays. That's ridiculous. Um, There was also a phone number, um, which I guess was in like the source code of yeah. the video. There yeah, was the source code. The source code, which means you had to look through the source code. The source code led to a phone number. If you called the phone number, it was just distorted voices that you couldn't really understand. Um, Apparently, someone had the idea to play it backwards. So if you reverse the audio, it says, Bravo, Echo, Lima, Alpha, Indio, Romero, Romeo. I now, am... will that be... There was six. That's six so things, right? If you spell that out, Nathan, it spells Bel Air. <laughs> what the? Now people have made the connection, Nathan, that Extreme Rules is in Philadelphia. Who yeah. was born in West Philadelphia? Well, I get that, but you know, you also got Bianca Belair on there. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that's what people are saying. It's going to happen at at, at Extreme Rules. Well, this reveal. So. Also, also there was a lot of pictures of one nine one one. Yes. And the area code for one of the area codes in Philadelphia is one nine one one zero. So. Yes. They're pretty. Yeah, it's probably going to go down in Extreme Rules. Um. um but yeah, also on that, whenever the voice, like you heard all the 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 Bravo Echo, all that. Um. Also. Uh, it does a lot of stuff saying, you know, follow me and I'll lead you to whatever and all this stuff. It was Bray Wyatt's voice. Yes. Um, so if there's any doubt um, that Bray also, Wyatt was involved in this, that's that's put been put away. Also, while Corey Graves and Michael were talking on screen, a guy brought a sign behind us as Revel and what you are. Uh, this was also tweeted by Bray Wyatt a long time three ago. Three years ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, he treated Revel and what you are. They the references that they're doing is so insane. Uh, so this is I, 
this is one of the coolest things I've ever done. I don't know if it's. Any- I wonder if you know you say it spells Bel Air. Yeah, it does. But I wonder. I mean, are the people that are involved in this? Is it the first letters of their names? I mean, it could be, but I don't know anyone. With- L L is Loomis. Okay. B could be Braun. Okay. What about E? A is Alexa. What about E? E. And I. And R. Yeah, I don't know about those. <laughs> Eric that Young. Just... Oh, God um, I would be Indy Hartwell. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I'll leave, I'll, leave, I'll, I'll leave you with this. Uh, our other co-host that's not here very often, but he's still our co-host. Uh, Jeff came up with an idea, Ryan, that yes. what if what if uh, this new group that Brian's going to have, or Brian Bray Wyatt's going to have, if it's a new group, is going to be the schism or whatever the hell they're fucking called down in NXT. Because it, if you think about it, if Bray Wyatt comes back, all right, and if he is the gimmick that he was before where he's like, you know, Hey man, you know, yeah. if he's that gimmick, that's going to be very similar to what's going on in NXT. Would well, they really want two of those at the same time? Yeah, it's very interesting. Um, you know, R could be Rip Fowler. Who the fuck is that? That's one of the Schism guys. I just call him by the real name. Fuck that. And then the other guy's name is Jagger, so there's no J, but yeah. but yeah, it's oh. gonna be this is interesting. It could be the reports are that it's gonna happen at Extreme Rules, but it could be like a swerve where the actual person's not actually revealed or is not there live, and it could be just this huge I, I have a feeling it's gonna be a group. Um so it's gonna be interesting to see what happens there with this. Um, but yeah, so, uh, I think that's going to wrap this episode up. Uh, we're going to, we're kind of quickly through, through this stuff, uh, cause there was a lot. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be an interesting week of wrestling. I say we had extreme rules coming up this weekend. Uh, so we'll be doing predictions on the Saturday morning show, whatever. Uh, we'll be doing predictions for extreme rules and for uh, bound for glory from impact. So a double, I will try to defend my championship belt. Uh, hopefully we can get Jeff on the call as well to have him make his predictions as well. Uh, stay tuned for the Thursday morning show. We'll be reviewing Raw SmackDown or Raw and NXT, sorry. Uh, and then the Friday show, Saturday show, we'll be doing NXT, uh, Dynamite and Impact. My brain's not working. So <laughs> thank you, as always, for listening to this podcast. We appreciate you. If you'd like to get in touch with like to get in touch with us, uh, follow us on social media at Sabri ENT, uh, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all that fun stuff. You can interact, DMs are open, tweet at us, use the hashtag high scores and high spots so that way we know you listened. Thank you for listening. As always, we appreciate you for Nathan. I am Ryan, reminding you to always hit your spots and set your scores. Later.